Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. Today, Everyday Grace is going to interview a wonderful friend that I went to high school with. Her name is Kathleen Tully. Hi, Kathleen. How are you today? I'm great, Ave. How are you? I'm good, too, despite the snow. Now, Kathleen and I met many years ago when we went to high school together. She and I won't say the year, but they were very good years. And our paths have crossed, and we're now looking back on our life, seeing some of the graces that helped us become who we are today. So, Kathleen, from high school to now, what are some of the things that happened to you, and when did you meet the love of your life? Well, it's too long to list and it time to go over all the things that happened to me, but I met the love of my life in 1968, and I met him at a camp for children who were disabled. We were both volunteers. Well, that says something about my friend, doesn't it? And I myself was a special education teacher, so we can see how we're very much connected. Now, Did you and John go on some trips around the world? What did you do together? Well, we did try and take as many trips as we could when we had the time and the resources. We're both of Irish descent, so we spent, we had two trips to Ireland, but we also loved to visit the national park. And uh, I, I have family out in Arizona, so we were, went out to Arizona several times and visited the parks out there. And then we had a wonderful trip to the Canadian Rockies. That was one of our last trips, was out to the Canadian Rockies. And it was just great. Now, as you could hear, that Kathy was telling you a little bit about her life and where they went on trips. And being Irish, it made me smile, too. Now, she also mentioned the word last, and we know that, could you tell us what John was diagnosed with and when, Kathy? John was diagnosed with a disease called Lewy body dementia in 2013. Lewy body dementia, most people haven't heard of, but it's really a, a form of Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease begins in the motor portion of the brain, and Lewy body dementia begins in the cognitive portion of the brain, but it's the same problem in the brain that uh, causes the uh, disruption in their lives, in our lives. Um, and I'm sure everybody who's listening today heard Kathy say that it also causes disruption in the person's life who loves and cares for the person. How did both of you handle this, Kathy? Well, it wasn't easy, um, but John, John was a very um, laid-back kind of guy. Uh, of course, he was devastated. We both cried a lot together, and I guess by ourselves, too. Um, and we we just stuck together, and, and John, one of John's most famous sayings was one day at a time, Kathleen, one day at a time. And that's that's basically how we approached it. You know, in the beginning, we could still function pretty um, 
regularly and, and go about our uh, our business the way we had prior to diagnosis. But uh, of course, that changed as time went on. And I'm sure everybody, again, and myself, heard that. You know, even today, we feel the pain of somebody being given a disease that takes away life from them slowly. And the person with it is telling Kathy, don't worry, we're going to handle this together one day at a time. And I'm glad, Kathy, that you mentioned about tears, that you cried together, but you also cried alone. And that's so important that when something happens in life that we're able to get out that human emotion. Now, Kathy, as time went on and his health diminished more, you were faced with some very difficult decisions. What were some of them that you had to make for John and your well-being? Well, the hardest one was uh, for John to be placed in a uh, memory care facility. Um, that was that was devastating for me because I thought from the beginning that I could take care of him, uh, and and I couldn't imagine that I would not be able to. But as with Parkinson's in Lewy body, there are. As time goes on, there are, are motion and stability issues. And when John couldn't remain standing or move too much without falling, and he was a lot bigger than me, um, I, I just I could not manage him uh, falling. And uh, so it was... It was a decision that was made along with some doctors that the best thing would be for him to be in a facility. And I was, I was blessed because we also got advice early on in his disease from his very first uh, neurologist that if you think you're going to have to move, move. So. Uh, and, and do it sooner rather than later. So we did, we moved, and when we moved, we moved to a place that was close to a facility, which is where John uh, was living for the last 14 months of his life. So those, that was hard. For him, it was hard when he had to stop driving. Um, that, he, he was good about it. But it was hard for him because he kept saying to me, but I'm a good driver. And, and I said, yes, you are a good driver, but your, your perception is not good anymore. So, so you, can't, you can't judge other cars. And so we went and had him professionally evaluated. And I think that helped him to know that it wasn't just me or the doctor saying, you know, maybe you shouldn't drive. Uh, he, he had, he, he liked to know that he was doing the right thing, and, and so I think that helps. And a lot of people face that issue. So if, if possible, if, if you have to face that issue, if you can try and get a, a professional evaluation, a lot of driving schools will do that. Um, that, that can be helpful. Well, it sounds like there was a lot of love involved in this. And as we get older, we all know we have different people, have different needs, some more than others. And it sounds like you were right there giving John all your heart, Kathy. Now, what could you say to other caregivers today? 
that's what would you like to say to other caregivers today? Take care of yourself um, because if you're not well, you can't take care of them. And even when John was in a facility, I was with him every day. I mean, when you place somebody that you love, you're not giving up your responsibility to take care of them. You are sharing it with others. Um, but you're still in charge, and you have to remain in charge and be vigilant. And the other, the, the and other thing is don't hesitate to ask for help. But that's not that's easier said than done. What I found with some help was uh, if you get somebody, and let's, let me just call them a coach, somebody that's very close to you, a brother or sister or a very close friend, let them be the person that helps you get help. And when I say get help, I'm talking about from other friends and relatives. Let them be your spokesperson because it's very hard to go to somebody and say, could, could you help me do this? Um, so what we did, I, I was fortunate with the hospital. John was, uh, his doctors were at the University of Virginia um, Medical Center, and, and they had a program where they helped the caregivers, and one of the things they did was to help you identify some people that you thought might be able to assist you, and then they worked through with you what what needs you had, and then tried to match up in your head what those needs were and who might be able to fulfill some of them, and then that person worked with those friends that I identified to get some more help for me, and it was great. It was really wonderful. And, and But you don't need a professional to help you do that. A, a, a close friend or a close relative can can play that role. If, they, if they've been supportive of you, they're more than happy to play that role. I so, think you've given wonderful and, advice, and what I heard today is that the coach is somebody who's gonna care, listen, and understand. Now, I know you're a very faithful woman, Kathy. What role did faith have in this journey for you and John? Well, without it, the journey would have been terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough, but to, to trust in God and know that um, whatever, whatever is going to happen is the right thing and it's in God's plan and that he will give you the strength to do what you need to do. That's, uh, that was a big part of it. And John is a very faithful person himself. Um, John read the Bible every night, and when he couldn't read anymore, I read it to him. And, and those, those were special moments for us. Um, and uh, so, so faith has always been part of our lives, and it, it, it kind of, it, it was just the right thing for us. Uh, it supported us, and our, most of our friends are faithful people, and so it brought us prayer and support. Well, I think you've given a lot of wonderful sharings today in this short time in this podcast that talks about everyday graces. 
What everyday graces now, and I know John has returned to the Lord, Cappy, and I feel that his light is shining upon you. What everyday grace do you have now in life, Cappy? I, I have the grace to know that, that I was strong enough to get through the ordeal, um, that John was peaceful through the ordeal, and I think, I think his peacefulness came from his faith. And um, and so I look to him every day. He's kind of, uh, we chat every day. Uh, so my I, grace every day is to have had his love, and I know I still have it, and the love of God brought us together. And um, I think that's a wonderful way to close our meeting today, and I hope that Everybody listening today who's going through some difficulty or trial, either with your own illness or somebody that you love, that you listen to Kathleen Tully's beautiful words about faith, about love, and about deep caring, despite the difficulty and the tears and the sadness. So we thank you every day, all you people that come, and thank you again, Kathleen. You're very welcome, Abe. God bless you for all you do. Thank you.